Oh, crap. Get me out of here. Ah. My fangs are way too delicate for this. don't do a cold open we say welcome to tuning japanese a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime <laughs> no cold opens usually happen before the opening credits yeah oh, and this is the opening credits close the that. door so it's warm now carry on my wayward son oh stop it <laughs> and i thought the appearance of those boys would change you back into the man you used to be andy what is this a is this a joke about I'm back to teaching? Like what is going on here? Okay. God, there's so many levels on that one. Right? I thought it was good. Too many levels. I'm, yeah, I'm low level. Don't play dumb, ah! Josh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't think of anything inappropriate to say or or any uh, large words I can fuck up at this point. So you're really good at fucking up small ones too. Yeah, apparently. And this is taking forever. I'm Bill. Ain't that the truth. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey. What's up? It's yeah. tuning Japanese time. Yeah. Feels feels great. It feels so good. Yeah. Um, so, we are here today to talk about episode mm-hmm. six of Wolf's Reign, which is entitled The Successors. Yes. This is, a, this is our part two of our two-parter. You know, we, we probably could have, you know, saved some time if we actually did the last episode with this episode might have had a longer episode yeah maybe we would have you know you know how you like to do like you did with Gurren Lagann a few times you know probably yeah could have, we could we, have done that could have planned that a little bit better I mean, um I mean granted we did kind of have that week off because well you know we celebrated my uh, uh mitzvah breast uh, huh what <laughs> we didn't celebrate my breast I ain't Jewish I'm 36, so my bar mitzvah... My bar mitzvah I thought he was going to say, I'm not circumcised. <laughs> my bar mitzvah would have been eons ago now. I hope your wrist was, too. <laughs> it was my bachelor party. We had a good time, though. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We did have a good time. Uh, Josh is soon to not be a bachelor. Well, you know, I've, I've been saying fiancé for almost the life run of this series. So. That's true. That's so true. Fucking yeah. get on it. So yeah, well, next month. Well, he did. He has a kid, right? Yeah, I got two. That's true. But you well get we off know. of it and then get married. Exactly. Stop getting on it. Well, long see, enough see, to get that's married. The thing, though. That's the thing, though. I'm gonna get married and then I'm gonna have the vasectomy. That's fair. Marriage and vasectomy. It's a winning combo. Is it like you probably like, should have had the kid and then had a vasectomy? Wait a minute. Did you have? Are you getting that as a combo? Or like, do we get to witness a vasectomy right after? Is that like the party? The bris. Is it like that's the bris. <laughs> that's a, that's a, re, a reverse bris. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a really terrible it's an inver- wrestling it's move. It's an inverted bris. That sounds like a-, <laughs> a reverse bris would be like scratching your fortune. No, that's, that's, a, that's a terrible wrestling move. That, um, that, that has to be... No, that's got to be the greatest finishing move ever. The inverted bris. 
So, tuning Japanese. <laughs> it's like that. It's a variation on Dick Kick City. It's a podcast where we talk about anime. You wouldn't know it from some of our openings anymore. <laughs> I was going to say it's a variation on the curb stall. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. We Just are right on the head. <laughs> here to talk about anime. Uh, so, stop. <laughs> We're here. Yes, I get it, Bill. I understand. It's time to move on. Oh my goodness! No, it is. It we are here for Wolf Shrine and Wolf Shrine alone. And also, we got to get the jokes out now because it's going to get really serious later. This episode is really serious, but first, we got to talk about nerd shit. Damn, Skippy! (laughs) Told you we renamed the segment. We renamed the two in a row. No, we're talking about nerd news. Nerd news. Uh, So. I don't have a whole lot. I guess the only thing that I will mention on my side and get mine over with really quick is that I started esports again. So it's Yay. your Andy's esports So esports has started up. Echo. Wait. <laughs> Delta. Um, Quack. EDQ. And I am very much excited. We have a group of more ASL. students than we did last year now. Holy crap. Even more. Uh, the number of students we have currently, unless it changes, people decide not to, they don't want to do it once we get started. Uh, we now have more than 10% of the entire school. So, um, what are the what hmm. what are the breakdowns of the games uh, this year? I, I, I you know you're still doing Overwatch. Yes, there was a one. there was a wide variety this year of um, interest, but we didn't have enough to make certain games certain teams. Okay. Uh, so this year it, it's looking like and it may change we probably have two Overwatch teams, one CS:GO team, a Rainbow Six Siege team, and some people playing Super Smash Brothers. Okay, so no Fortnite? That's uh, kind of interesting. No, I was really surprised. I thought we were going to have Fortnite players. We had one person that wanted to play Fortnite and I said I wasn't going to stay Friday night just for one student. And that sounds bad, but at the same time, right. I'm already going to stay 3 nights a week for this. So, right. You know. Right. And you got to be here on Friday. So. I have to be here on Friday. Right. right. So, there are priorities. That there are uh, so yeah, you knew us first. Oh, I know, I know. You knew us first. Yes, just saying. Uh, so we will, uh, if anything interesting comes out of the next several weeks, I'll let you know. Uh, awesome. We have been fundraising. There is a GoFundMe, and if you are a listener and you want to help support, just shoot me a message or send us a message on Facebook or sure. the email, and sure. I'll be more than happy to share that out with you. Yes. Comefundmehard.com. That is not it. Uh, so that's all I have this week. What, what, you still have rejected my application for a second year now. For color oh. commentator. Oh. Why do you keep rejecting me? Oh. Why? So you're Spanky McStudenson. Buttfund.com. At buttfund.com. <laughs> Bill said it would be an excellent name to put on the resume. So I, I took his advice. Well, you know, we've been friends for a very long time, yeah. the three of us. Yeah. I figured at one point you would realize that when Bill tells you to do something and emphasizes it's a good idea... <laughs> You would have known better by now. I know I can't be a commentator. <laughs> what do you have for this week? So, GamesCon uh, ended... I recently. finished watching Disenchantment. That was Jesus really good. Jesus Christ, really? Fuck ye. Okay, fine, let's go Disenchantment route. I'm bored. Screw you. Wait two weeks, man. I'm going to be jumping all over your shit. I'm not sure what that means. I don't either. Hey! Tell me a little bit, but not too much, because I'm only four episodes in of Disenchantment. <clears throat> Everyone dies yeah, at Disenchantment. the end. Okay. Like, the kingdom blows up. Well, I figured at some point. Queen Cersei. Oh, no! I mean, it is basically Game of Thrones. She sets the Sept of Baelor on fire, and that, and that bell that you saw uh, roll down the street actually rolls over Dreamland, and that's it. Wow. Um, Dark. Well, they were doing a lot of Game of Thrones references at the, at the outset, so... Well, yeah, they're going for that feel. 
I think it took a while to find their voice. I liked it right away because it was just, here's D&D and Game of Thrones jokes over and over. Yeah, right. It gets better. It gets deeper. It really does kind of approach the the flavor that Futurama had. Mostly funny, mostly jokes, but well-written. It starts to get emotional and dramatic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Never quite losing the humor. Typically right in the middle of a dramatic moment. Yeah, that's that's kind of the, the charm of their style of storytelling. You know, you can blend those two things together in a really interesting way. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm only about four episodes in. I think character-wise it's interesting. I'm not completely sold on the main character yet. There's just, I feel like there's some development missing. I feel like by the end you will be. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Bean is, is a fun character, actually. She, she does develop through the series and probably is a good focal point. Because I, I, I know you like Lucy. Well, yeah, Lucy's hilarious. But Lucy is not nearly as Bender as Bender was. No. Lucy's um, more subdued. No, he is. But I, I think Lucy's funny. Well. That's all I said. <laughs> no one's better than Elfo. Elfo's, Elfo's hilarious, Elfo's too. the greatest. <laughs> Elfo's my favorite character. Just because of, of how pretty much an, uh, he blindly walks into everything. Almost literally mm-hmm. blindly walks into everything. It is. And he is quite the character. I'm going to be very careful with my words here, so I don't spoil things. Okay. Not me, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this Don't here. you dare. There, those bleeps ready. Your nuts are right but there nuts. are things you find out late in the series mm-hmm. that I thought were kind of half-assed comedic choices. Okay. That turn into, like, actual explained pieces of plot. Like, it was like, oh, that thing... Kind of irritates me. I'm just going to ignore it for the joke, though. And then, in those last couple episodes, you go, oh, that wasn't half-assed. That was on purpose. That was deliberate. That makes sense. Yeah, that's a good show of uh, planning in your writing. Absolutely. I don't want to say more about it to you. Yeah. I don't know how to say it without at least tipping my hand. Right, and you don't know if our listeners have had a chance to listen to it either. Right, exactly. But... It's a fantastic show. It really, really is. I mean, it's the first season. They're getting their feet. It's very different. So there are flaws. It's not perfect by any stretch of imagination. First season of Futurama wasn't perfect. No. First season of Simpsons wasn't perfect. But it was, it had potential. And it grew that potential. And Mm -hmm. I really think if this thing gets four or five seasons, it can do that. I think so, too. I will tell you this much. All right? And it's not even... An obvious or an out out there spoiler. It's a Netflix series, so there's already a cliffhanger. Yeah, they're gonna leave you. That they're gonna they're they're already yeah, leaving you wanting. Not... Yeah, but yeah, the series does have some good development, and I like to see where they go with uh, some more of the characters. I would actually love to see some of the side characters get developed a little bit more. I think they have some interesting ideas. No, oh, absolutely. So Sorio and and um. Oddval? Oddval. Because it's basically Oddball. But yeah. It's oddball. Od- yeah. So Sario and, and Oddval, I think, would be great characters to see lift up a little bit more in the series. Merkimer is interesting, too. He kind of reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> of uh, oh, God. Um, Zap Barrington? Zap, yeah, Zap. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of Zap. Very Merkimer much a Zap character. Great. I thought Big Joe was amazing. Big Joe is awesome. Yeah. Big he's, the, he's the guy in the, uh, with, the, with the bad the guys. Uh, yes, yeah, okay. the exorcist. Oh, he's the exorcist. He's the okay, exorcist. he's the exorcist. Yeah. I didn't yeah. talk to my lawyer. I'm in here with you, and don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
so yeah, that, that's out on Netflix. If you have Netflix, go. Let's definitely say go check it out. So Gamescom. No, no, Bill killed it. Oh, okay. Cool. Are you sure? Bill killed it. Well, what, what Yay. I have two weeks for my revenge. Oh. I don't know what that means. I don't know you either. You will see. It is time, I think, to jump into our review of Wolf Train Episode 6. And it's Josh's week. Are you ready, buddy? <sighs> you, you, we, is this Lamaze class? What are we, what are we doing? I'm just getting the good air in before I get the bad air out, man. So oh, what does that be, even mean? This is going to be a journey, my Oh, friend. this is sad. I'm oh, there's gonna... bad air out here. <laughs> and a bad moon rising. CCR. <laughs> Theme song! Oh, Jesus Christ! So we open with Zali, uh, watching as a bunch of uh, cages are being loaded on, on transport trucks, and we get a uh, scummy-looking scumbag, uh, looks like one of his henchmen from yeah. earlier, informs them about the plans to capture the wolves, and if they're lucky enough, they'll make them work like dogs, and they'll break them, and they'll make them think that they are in paradise, or some dark-ass shit. Yeah, so it's kind of like that moment of gloating? Right? Like, he, they're kind of gloating, like, hey, th- those idiots are going to be just like us, and they're going to be, like, thinking this is paradise, which is really kind of sad. We're a bunch of dicks, and we're going to spread our dickery to somebody else. Yeah, right. right. Like, I'm unhappy with the world, so I want to make sure that all the young people are unhappy. Woof. Insert no, James Gunn reference uh, here. I was going to say insert Republican joke, but I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm, no, no, not just Repu- not necessarily Republican alt-right joke. Well, I was just saying all, all, all old people. <laughs> Our apologies to our 75 and older crowd. And our crickets. Huh? And our cricket crowd, because he was really pissed off. He got really loud. Like, hey! Hey! And you know what? We I'm can... Republican! <laughs> we can agree to disagree, cricket. Fuck you. No! Fuck, Fuck you. you, Josh! <laughs> Fuck you, Josh! Fuck you, buddy! <laughs> Zully seems disgusted by the scumbag's comments and is uh, then reminded that the other wolves in the town are following his lead. Fuck you, you're an asshole. He goes, yeah, we're following your lead, shithead. Meanwhile, Toboy tends to keep his wounds using leaves or herbs or... Basil. Okay, Okay, you know what? I, I wanted to make a snarky comment about using herbs incorrectly, but I'm just kind of just not feeling it at this point. Using herbs incorrectly? Yeah. That means as medicine. The right way to use herbs is in fried chicken with 12 spices. <laughs> I really want that now. That sounds really good. I thought it was just chicken salt grease. That's also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Herb was that weird neighbor down the road. Right. That's my D&D characters are dead. Oh, um, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Twinkle. <sighs> You'll have to tell me that story later. Okay. Later. Yeah, we'll do it. He get comments about how Headstrong Kiba acted about the uh, the treatment of the wolves by the townsfolk. And then Sume, of course, starts, you know... Starts going up bitching about how they should have left, and actually Hike starts agreeing with him. Like, yeah, we probably should have left town earlier. Well, yes, I think they both have a point. You go there, you see if there's paradise. No paradise. Oh, these guys are assholes. Move on. Right. <laughs> Y'all got any paradise? Nope. Bye. Yep. Fuck that, you. That, that should have been the conversation right there. Right. Dad right. by itself. Two episodes. <laughs> yep. Right. But uh, Kiba does wake up, and he's about to go when, um, presumably to get his ass kicked again by those wolves. Yeah, because he's pretty ready to just, like, go back. But Toboy does tell him, no, no, you can't, you're injured and hungry. Sumei just kind of looks at Higa and goes, yeah, everyone but Tubby. 
is hungry. I love Hige's response because Hige's like, you're the idiots that ran off and, and left me with the food. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. What did you expect to happen? <laughs> yeah. I, I was, was going to eat the food. There was food. You left. But then, but then Tsubei looks at him and goes, yeah, you're right. You did eat. Now go get us some food, bitch. <laughs> it's like, you left me with the food and the titties. What did you think I was going to do? Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to eat either the food or the titties. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> is that how that works? Anyway, carry on. And then, yeah, so while Hige something, goes something off... While Hige goes off to go find some food, Toboy is still looking for, for more herbs. No, I, I still don't have anything. Shit. I was really trying to come up some good, you know, Toboy sucks at using herbs joke. It's just... <laughs> I can't... He's a bad cook? He has he has terrible herbal remedies. I don't know. It's just all herbal remedies are terrible. It is fake. Get medicine. <laughs> I know, man. Tommy Chong's got some herbal remedies, man, and they're pretty awesome. <laughs> you don't know Tommy Chong. <laughs> Zolly and Cole discuss the situation with their pack, as well as the uh present situation in the town. Kind of like this whole we came in. We're going to take this city by storm. Instead, the city broke us. Bum, bum, bum. And Cole's like, well, yeah, but then you saw those boys and you got all ex- I was hoping you'd get all excited again. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little, I mean, it's a kind of a bummer. Even Dolly even makes it even sadder. And he starts lamenting about his crushed hopes and dreams to, to Cole. It's like, dude, the room was already brought down. You just brought it down even more. I like this scene, though. I really do, because it gives us a glimpse into what this, you know, what he went through. Right, like, you right. Know, what this yeah. person actually endured. You know, and the disillusionment. Yeah, and why he got brought down to this level. Yeah. How does a hopeful young cub turn into a cynical old fuck? Zolly. Yeah. Zolly's a perfect example that's of... That's the story of it. Of, Time. Yeah. So, Vicious and uh, Zolly are both... Uh, the same. same actor. Skip Stellrecht. That was his name, right? Right. That's yeah. right, yes. Stellrecht. Oh my god. Andy. Yeah, what's up? We get an exposition dump! Hey, it's your favorite part of anime. I love I missed exposition dumps. So Zolly tells us about the attempts that he took his pack into that tunnel, and the toxic fumes uh, killed most of them, and we actually get this pretty disturbing scene of wolves falling over going, oh! And so, dying, and... So who are... So then if they fall... We're awful happy to see that. Well, the exposition dump, but not the wolves dying. Not I'm a, very, very sad about not that. Not a dog lover, are you? <laughs> I am actually horribly, horribly mortified over the fact that those wolves have died. It's just so heart-wrenching. I'm just so excited for the exposition dump. Um, so if there, if his pack died, then are these other wolves in the town then just random wolves? No, he said I got out who I could. Oh, so some of them were part of the pack. Yeah, some of them were part of his pack. Okay. I missed that. Pack. I missed that detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be a really big pack. Right. So Cole does point out that the machinery in the city uh, that that was creating the toxic fumes that killed the wolves have long since stopped working. It's it's dead, dead machinery. Yeah. Why not go in there now? Because you didn't flush it out. Because he doesn't want to see the bones. Dogs like bones. Dogs do like bones. That's true. My dog's dumb and can't eat bones because he chokes on them. Not chicken. You can't give him chicken bones. No, chicken bones. Like rib bones. Now, there is something I want to point out, though, while we're getting this exposition dump, the music. Mm -hmm. I actually really like this, but I have to say, it sounds like a very moody Randy Newman song. I guess I didn't really pay attention to the background. Sad wolf talking about his dead wolf buddies. (laughs) 
I don't think I. <laughs> I don't think I remember that part. I was to Josh be honest. Did something funny on purpose. I know he really did, and that's awesome. Uh, no, I, I, I will be honest. When I was rewatching this episode, I wasn't paying full attention. So there's certain elements that when you talk about, I'm like. That actually happened. Come on, buddy, get get with. I'm me, with man. you. Come I'm on. with you. I'm doing what I can. Come on, come on, get with the melancholy uh, Randy Newman music, man, because it's melancholy. Uh, and the infinite sadness. You should you should check out the Macarena with uh, <laughs> with Metallica's. Oh uh, Jesus Christ! Master no. of Puppets. I think I have, and I can never. Purge it's really good. <laughs> my ear canals enough of that. Like Metallica's really soured on me over the years. They've just. Did you see, like, I think there was a recent, like, in the VMAs, there was a picture of Lars Ulrich, Ulrich, and he just looks old and pathetic now. Like, he's balding really bad. Yeah. He just looks, he's just like, oh, dude, whatever happened to that anti-Napster fire that you had, man? Uh, just talk about a deep cut. Yeah. Deep. So, we cut to Sume, who starts grilling Kiba about his antics uh, the other night, and Asking him, you know, well, how'd you get those wounds? Because that wasn't from Zolly. That doesn't look like, you know, Zolly did all that damage there. And, you know, just kind of leaves him there. And, you know, Kiba being Kiba is like, fuck you. Yeah. Pretty much pretty much, he's just like, I gotta so, tell you shit. You ain't my daddy. Elsewhere. We go to Hub. He's reading Cher's copy of the Book of the Moon. Well, I mean, oh, okay. yeah, we, Hub. I forgot about him. Well, yeah. we assume it is a copy of the Book of the Moon. And... I mean, for all we know, it could be somebody's idea of a practical joke, and then others found that book about hundreds or even thousands of years later, and unknowingly formed a religion around it, and then they have a, a, a mysterious face god, and uh, I miss current log on. There's a Josh we know. Yeah, he's back. Yep. Making long, elaborate... Unfunny. Unfunny jokes. Break card, bitch. Oh, no! I gotta get over this shit. Stray! Thank you for joining us a day early for another episode of Tuning Japanese, where we are currently in our fourth season reviewing the anime Wolf's Rain. And to apologize for our missing episode last week, check the feed a little bit later on this week because we are going to release a little bonus episode. So, something to kind of tide you over and as an apology for what happened in our missing day. If you want to help support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese where you can donate as little as $1 a month to help us fund our show and make it better each and every week. If you can't help us monetarily, head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave us a review. All five-star reviews go a long way of helping other people find the show, and we will read your review here in the break card if you do so. We just wrapped up last month in the Twitter contest. We did not quite hit our goal of 100 followers on Twitter. That's okay. I want to thank every new follower that we got on Twitter. Really appreciate that and hope you guys enjoy the program. But for September, I figured we'd run another contest. We're going to try, instead of Twitter, we're going to run Facebook. Uh, so currently we're seeing at about 105 likes on Facebook. I'd like to get that to about 150. And if we can do that, we will release that bonus movie review that we promised for the Twitter contest that will be voted on by you, the fans. Not a whole lot else to say. Next week, we're back with episode seven of Wolf's Reign. And uh, Bill and I are the only ones on that episode. Just a heads up, Josh wasn't able to make it. So it'll be a Bill and Andy episode. It's my week to review that particular episode. Let's get you to a commercial and back to our review of Wolf's Reign. Have a great one. Hey, you like podcasts. Do you also like wrestling? If you do, you should check out the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Every Thursday, some friends and I talk about the week that was in the WWE. 
and TNA. We mostly mock TNA. But uh, we'll also predict pay-per-views. We'll make jokes. We'll make really, really terrible jokes. And every so often, we'll laugh at a dead person's expense. I apologize for that. But check out The Rundown every Thursday on the Questionable Endeavor Network. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get, he get, he's, uh, he's looking for food and he finds a thing of mutton and stupidly he gets trapped. He likes mutton. It actually reminds me of that moment in Return of the Jedi when button. Chewie gets the rest of the rebels captured when he goes and finds, uh, you know, just random meat lying around and goes, goes to eat it and they all get caught by the Ewoks and. Do you remember? Okay, okay you know what? You know what? You two. Yeah. Just don't look at me like that. Is that our listeners know what I'm talking is, about? Is that the scene where he's like eating the turkey leg with Spock? God, I hate you so much. They're at the Ren Fair. I hate this with uh, John Crichton. Just trust me, the listeners. You go to some weird Ren Fairs. I do. I do. You don't want to know about some of the Ren Fairs I go to. Anyway, Kibe. A lot of other goods. A lot of other goods. Hey. <laughs> I mean, more other goods than a regular Red Fair. That, that's a fusion right there. Do you, do you need good wolf goods at a good low price? Head to Kibay, where you can find all kinds of wolf shit, like the Three Wolf Moon shirt. Kibay.com! <laughs> Hige tries to chew his way out of the cell, you know, like how Kiba does try to, but it doesn't work. I love the quote he says. He kind of goes, ah! My fangs are way too delicate for this. It's cute. It's actually yeah, really cute. It's yeah. my favorite Hige moment so far. Because he's like, he's like, even rubbing his face. He's like, oh, dang, this hurts. So he's, so he kind of like resigns himself at right. first. Like, well, it's okay. But it's okay because there are people showing up that he knows. Scummy McScummerson and his yeah. buddy show up. Yeah, they up. show up. Yeah, and they start mocking Hige for being so stupid to go fall for an obvious trap. And honestly, they ain't wrong. No, they're not. But, <laughs> but then Hige's kind of extra dumb because he's oh, like then he tells them about how they're like lower than dogs which is not smart when you're like trying to ingratiate yourself and get help to get out of a cage in fairness he wasn't getting it anyway <sighs> they set the trap oh you're right yeah, yeah that's fair they weren't gonna help him no yeah. you're right the one right. thing he should have done is stay away from the bar so he couldn't knock him out yep yes. yep and that's what they do knock his ass out and drop him and they tell the dog catchers like hey put this one down which is sad he gay? I love he gay. Don't kill he gay. Don't kill the euthanasia. For just $23 a year, <laughs> you could help save this lone dog that wandered out into the wasteland and got trapped in a really strange-looking triangular cage. Do you want to stop other asshole wolves from keeping other nicer, hungry, horny wolves from just living their lives? Pay well, us money. Would that have been him going to paradise? Would they put him down? Oh, no! This whole thing is a metaphor for, like, when they die and go to heaven! You just now got that. Yeah. I don't like this! (laughs) This is the worst! (laughs) Wow, you're going to be really upset when the series ends. Our special guest for Aziz and Zarya showed up. Oh, my God, oh, my God! (laughs) Okay! Well... (laughs) Help our fucking wolves, <laughs> or we'll guilt trip you for the rest of your life. I said Caesar Milan. I just went with it. Now watch all kinds of terrible no, images. Caesar Milan. Like 
like Toboy, seeing that the dog catchers got him. That was so sad. And he's like, I gotta go help the others, so I'm sure he's gonna screw this up and stuff. No, he does. Because as soon as he gets back to them later, they belittle him and berate him because he, he didn't, didn't follow. He didn't follow to figure out where did he get go. And howl for help. Exactly. Yeah, Toboy. He can't howl. We established that. We've established that, but that yet it lies. Yeah. Toboy's the fucking worst. He almost got he get killed. I blame Toboy for all of this. Yeah, so anyway. You're not wrong. <laughs> nah. No. Yeah, Toboway. Yeah, you bitch. Hi, I'm Billy Vase for Toboway. <laughs> <laughs> you got, do, do you have a falcon you need to get rid of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just just three sprays of Toboway, and you're good. Uh, order now. <laughs> And get it, and, and get our great decorative <laughs> bangles for free. In, in that how Billy Mays died, he just sniffed too much Toboy. Oh no! Oh, he was further he, right. He's cheesing it. Ugh. Yeah, Toboy. So it's got dark. So sick so, <laughs> it's dark. So Sume, Kiba, and Toboy decide. Okay, we're gonna go find him. Kiba's still kind of hurting, and and Sume's like, "Fuck, you're just gonna slow us down." And he fireman carries him through the town. I was hoping he'd do, like, a cool Cesaro swing, just, like, swing him around and throw him, chuck him halfway across town. Interesting image, though, is, is we do see them. <laughs> Can you imagine and, that? Like, the wolf on his back paws, and just, like, running in a circle with another wolf's back and paws, no one, and, and, no one getting, and no one getting the count right. I don't know why the wolf could put another wolf in a fireman's carry and carry him across town for that well, matter. Well, just put him but on we, his back. But we see them do it. We actually see it They're, in the wolf forms, wait, too. Wait, A yeah. dog jumping wait, on another dog's back will fall off. Bill. Yeah. They're... Pack animals. Oh god. <laughs> Ow! I thought they I thought you were No, gonna no, say no, no, no. What's not enough? Ow! I thought you were gonna say they were held together with a strong knot. Oh damn! He went there. Oh yeah. That's why he's not getting slapped. Oh my god, that was such a great joke! <laughs> Kiba goes up to Sume and probably the most unintentionally funny moment in the entire series is I can walk now. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately went to Monty Python the Holy Gra- Grail. I'm feel happy. I'm not quite dead. <laughs> not dead yet. <laughs> oh. Do we get to the scene? Have we got that was to, creepy. Have we gotten to the scene yet where Hige wakes up in the cage and he's really, really sad? We are just about there. Okay, because that's really first, sad. We, we see our, our intrepid cubs and they see Cole and decide to follow her to Scummy uh, and his crew of shit heels. Oh yeah, I forgot they got to recruit. Yeah, like asshole old man first. Yeah, yeah, and they shit on Kiba pretty hard about the beatdown. <laughs> Whoa, we're watching one. Of I missed up. that episode. <laughs> that's the German dub of this anime, actually. Josh's private stash. Yes, yeah, that that's that's a uh, extra. I told you, I had the unrated version. Oh, that's true. Uncensored. All you that said that was playing. <laughs> Yeah, you want to see wolf sex? <laughs> Just then, Zali arrives. <laughs> And Toboy, this like, one is wolves of pain. <laughs> <laughs> Slow clap. Kind of hurt my ear. So Toboy mm-hmm. rats out the scumbag. I guess his name is Moss. Yes. Oh, yes. by the way, he's voiced by uh, Steve Kramer. So Zolly takes exception to Moss's actions in regards to Hige, and Moss pretty much ranks Zolly out. We're going back in time. We haven't done a mark-out rank-out in years. <laughs> I remember mark-out rank-outs. Yeah, no one liked them, though, apparently. Nope. Oh. 
suck. I like Mark out raincoats. <laughs> yeah, you thought those were good? I like them. Thank you. You're welcome. Essentially, Moss implies that Zali sold out all the, the wolves, the surviving wolves in their pack. Just to stay alive, you know, making them do manual labor for the humans and, and so all that. so essentially, Zali is like upset that they sold Hige. The others are like, "Yeah, well, you did it to us, essentially." Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they're not wrong, right? It's one of those things where, again, like we talked about, the right. old grizzled, mm-hmm. lost his way, sort of like you know, used to be young and idealistic, and mm. has fallen on hard times and, and fallen. I, when idealism turns to cynicism, right, and now we he, see we see what kind of caused that, right, and he sees a spark of like maybe I should do something good, and everyone else that he already fucked over essentially right. is like, yeah, you're not able to do good, which is really sad when you right. think about it, because because he even goes goes yeah. on to say you know he was trying to act in the best interests of the pack, trying to keep them alive and everything else, and Moss is like, buddy, you ain't running shit. Do you think that he was really looking out for the pack, though? I mean, I think in the moment, it would probably make sense, right? Like, I think he probably was. I think... I his, think it, that was his intention. Yeah, he was trying to get them to survive and live. So he was pretty much doing a by-any-means-necessary kind, well, of, kind of mode. It's fallen wolves, not evil wolves. Right. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, they're not necessarily yeah. bad. And then Moss and the other wolves beat the shit out of Zali. And then like, lot of... he even wants to jump in, even, and he's like, no, no, I'm going to take this. Which is noble. Well, I guess it's also like, this is my pack, so it's my Right, my, my pack, problem. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. I agree. After the beatdown is done, he looks up at Kiba, Sume, and Toboy, and he's like, so, um, you want to abandon paradise, right? I mean, you sure? And once again, Kiba's like, no, I got nowhere else to go. Kiba's determined. Yeah. He must find paradise. Because we did miss the... Or he's depressed. And, and has, like he says, I have, yeah. no, I have nothing else to do. I have, yeah, exactly. yeah, he's lost all of his friends. He's lost all of his family because I missed in my notes about the exposition dump that he had about witnessing the fire that consumed all the lunar flowers that he saw as a youth and all of his pack mates. And this is, this is Kiba we're talking about. This is Kiba. And he tells Sume that. We go back to Kiba, who does, once again, reiterate that he's got nowhere else to go except for forward. And then Sume pops in and goes, even if that means we're going to hell. That's an ominous line if I've ever heard one before. Right. Well, if you fail to get the paradise. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Sume's pretty much showing solidarity with Kiba, though. Because he's like, because well, he finally goes, I believe we can find paradise. Well, I think they, obviously, they've built that relationship up enough, that friendship up enough, that trust up enough between these two characters that it was time to... No, no, show it, that to pull the trigger, action, to yeah, pull the trigger yeah. on like yeah. him saying it, which is a good moment. Right, well, that right. and Sume's just so belligerent that when somebody outside their pack tells him Fuck they're off. not going to find it, he's like, "Fuck you, I'll do it." That's true. No, you, you tell him one thing and he'll tell you the opposite. That's yeah. why you're so you're you're kind of Sume. Yeah, in that, in that. Fuck you. <laughs> See, so we cut to Zali as he uh, leads the boys to finding Hige, and they bust him out. I mean, it's a nice little sequence. Not really much to comment on outside of. Uh, prior to that, your favorite bit, the sad bit. It was so sad. So, like, he wakes Please up. Please look at me. I know, he wakes up in the cage. That was hilarious. No, it's so, it wasn't hilarious. It kind of was. No, it wasn't. If you, if, if you have a They're moment. just like, doot, 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 driving the truck, and he's like, hey. No, he's waiting. Don't put me in the incinerator. He's so sad, and it's like, oh, my God, he, he can't do it. If, 
idea of a perfect moment, perfect encapsulation as to why he is probably my character, that's the moment right there. If we have a perfect encapsulation as to why Bill doesn't enjoy anime for the same reasons that I do, it's this scene right here and our reactions to it. In fairness, I thought the end of The Mist was hilarious. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was! It was like, gotcha, bitch! Ah-ha! You're gonna wait in five minutes! I feel Made like you kill your kid. <laughs> you and I need to have a bonus episode where we just come prepared. Don't tell each other, like, what's your top three or five saddest or funniest movie moments? <laughs> I want to judge that shit. No, I just want to see which ones we disagree on. You know, like, I'm going to say, like, I don't know, like, Old Yeller be putting down a sad and he's like, no, nah, that was funny. Or something. But I know Bill would Feel say that one. Movie of the but year. like, but still, anywho. Let's get back to the review. So we go back to Quint. Hey, hey remember Quint? I kind of do. We hadn't seen him in like three episodes. And Blue. Don't forget Blue. Yeah, Blue's outside. Quint's knocking back the I vodka. I Blue. I like Blue. Abba-dee, I was about to... No. Ha! Now you get that earworm out, out of your head. Macarena, I... I've been spending most of my life living in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> oh. oh. Yes, now it's just that for the rest of my days. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounded morbid for the rest of my days. <laughs> well, it's better, it's better Coolio than uh, ICP. And I do not apologize to the Juggalos. Get your shit together! <laughs> Unless your name is Jeffrey Howe. Says I love you, man. <laughs> That's why I say it. <laughs> he got himself together. He became goth. Yeah, Bill! And then he became a dad. Yeah, That's the Bill. progression of maturity. Juggalo, goth, dad. Yeah, Bill. That's the natural progression of the world. If you didn't do it that way, you're not a true goth. He's going to be mm. goth because I started listening to Typo Negative. That's fair. Drop Typo Negative to school. You leave. You come back. You, you wear black with like lipstick and shit. No, I never I'm wore black now. lipstick. I'm I, goth I did now. the black nails all the time. He did smoke clothes now. I did smoke clothes a lot. <laughs> Quinn has decided that he's going to leave town, presumably to keep hunting the wolves or more wolves. And uh, Hub shows up at the bar, and he's like, hey, do you know this? And he holds out the Book of the Moon. Yeah, he's just kind of like, he has it in his coat <laughs> his coat pocket. He does that thing that Quint does earlier in the first episode, where he's like, flashing his gun. He's like, yeah, I'm cool, too. I got, I got a this, book. I got this illegal book. Yeah. Which is totally what I would do. You need some of this. And, well, <laughs> you need yes, some of this No, no. I you would need be some like, of this band literature? That's what would be me. That would be me. So would it be like, so we'd come, like, I'd be like, in an alley, like, face off against someone, and they'd, like, flash their <laughs> like gun. Huck Finn in your shirt. And I've got, like, Huck Finn right there, and they're like, and they shoot that me. shit's racist, and shoot me or something. <laughs> yeah, they shoot you in the dick. Oh, my god. No, they dick. shoot him in the heart, but Huck Finn's over his heart, and it saves him. Yeah. And that's why they shoot him in the dick. No, not my dick. <laughs> I like my dick. <laughs> and then so, they hit him with the breast. Oh, god. <laughs> god damn it. So then Quint makes some... Morbid and cryptic statements about the moon getting closer and glowing red, and Hub's like, "It's the end of the world, run!" And that's it. I don't think he did. No, no. I don't think that's how that played out. Sure, because he's he's like, "Well, it's the end of the world," but he didn't like scream and run out of the room. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yes, that sort of pop before we record. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) No, I'm right. Wait, which one of us is right? I'm confused now. I don't know what's a bit anymore. Guys, I don't know what's a bit. <laughs> so, I'm Josh? Oh, God, what's happening? Am I Bill? What's, I don't know what's happening right now. 
I know what's going on. Oh, what's going on? Zolly's guiding the wolves into the tunnel. I thought you were going to say Zolly's gynecologist. I was <laughs> like, what? And he asks them not to piss on the bones that they find because he's like, hey, those are my buddies. Oh, but yeah. Tollboy poops on him instead. Oh, no, he does not. That happened? I fell asleep. I told you, I have the unrated version. Oh, you do? Yeah. No, um, I like that he leads them in the tunnels. But yeah, uh, he does guide them up to a point. He says, this is as far as I go. Sees them off and makes some uh, you know, hopeful statement you know, about how wolves, uh, you know, people think wolves are gone, but they're not. And he's like, that could be the same for the lunar flowers. No, it's true. I love I love. So there's that like scene. a little spark of hope in, in Zombie Yeah, I, I like that. I think that it's that sort of cool story of the young, upcoming whatever, you know, prodigy restoring the faith in the grizzled veteran mm-hmm. who's pretty much given up. Right. And I really like that story. And we end on our title card. We successors. Too. Yes. That's it. That is it. That is the episode six. Come, children, let me weave you a tale. The successors. So, before we get to our closing, it's time to talk about the episode. Josh, this was your <clears> week, so it's time for you to tell us a little bit about this episode. I think it's a good follow-up uh, to the previous episode. We get you know some closure with Zolly and Cole. The one thing is, I really kind of wish Moss got his. I hate it when he'll he'll gets over, and there's no way to get get over on that. Do you think that it would have been a better ending to have him get one up, or do you think that he is somewhat, and I don't want to say completely justified, but somewhat justified in the fact that it's partly Zali's fault that he his life and all of his own. Happiness was taken away? I don't think he matters enough, period. I think Zali kind of losing his place, coming to terms with who he is, failing, and seeing our pack off is way more important than what the bad guy. The bad guy is totally just an enzyme. I know, but I just wanted to see him get his ass kicked. That's all. Or catalyst, I guess. Yeah. Catalyst for the story. and, And yes, you're right. Ultimately, Moss doesn't matter. I just wanted to see him get his ass kicked. That you know, because we had an episode where he kicked, where him and the rest of the wolves kick keep his ass, and then they kick Zolly's ass later. And what, it's just... what is Moss? Never mind. <laughs> it's one of those things where, to me, Unamas, <laughs> Unamas. It's one of those things to me that, like, I almost kind of like it better without him getting beat up because it maybe shows sort of a moral superiority of these, of this new pack, you know, that like, they don't, they don't have to resort to that same level of violence. There's much more hope there. Right. That like, they understand that, that these people have been through crap. So why kick them when they're already down? And I get that they get the moral victory in pursuing uh, further than they did. I get that. That's fantastic. That's great stuff. And the whole solidarity moment with Sume was a good moment as well, where Sume's like, yeah, well, we're going to fucking do this. And I believe. It's like, you know, Scully going to Mulder and saying, I believe, Mulder. All in all, I thought it was, coupled with the last episode, this episode was a good one. Together, they're fantastic. They had a great narrative of this town of broken wolves, and you see the kind of desperate situation that they're in. Mm -hmm. And you get a moment where they're almost sucked into it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, and I think that's that's best characterized by what happens with Hige. He gets captured and is going to be, you know, incinerated and consumed by this just this this fucking town. 
Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Yeah. And they they break free and they're they're out. So I mean, there's a lot of good metaphors there too, for the situation and the fact that they are successful and they're on to the next level. I think it was a great great episode. I enjoyed it. This is two in a row for Josh. Hey, you had two in rows in. in I did Gurt have a. Laga, I, had some, so I, had, I had some two in rows in Gurt yeah, Laga. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. Overall, I really enjoyed this episode as well. I think that the again the storyline of the redemption arc is really cool mm-hmm. and it sets up you know this idea that just because these wolves don't really seem to exist in a very positive light anymore that doesn't mean that they can't redeem themselves and find a uh, like like some sort of meaning in some paradise I, I think the character of zali is really interesting overall mm-hmm. i think the character of cole was interesting i like that we still are getting little bits from the humans I think that's good. Yeah. Um. It's it's overall, uh, like you said, a good couple of episodes, yeah. and I I think it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, this would be worthless to watch without the episode before it. Like if this was your first time watching the show, you have no idea what's happening. I think the storyline could have been improved by being one episode, maybe even a longer episode, or even a movie or a season stretched out. You know, you could have made this the arc, but it was good. I mean, like I said, it. It hit all the notes with the previous attached. I am left to wonder, though. Everybody says wolves are gone. They're extinct. Nobody's seen them in 200 years. That's because everybody's too dumb to know what a wolf is. They're like Every time we've seen a wolf on the show, humans are around them. They're like, oh, yeah, look at those dogs. Well, it's hey, a big dog. Here's, here's a my, big dog. Here's my thought now, and this is what I was going to say earlier that I forgot. It's a glimpse at... This is the reason why no one knows where wolves are. You know, Whatever wolves were before... What they've been brought to by Believe, society yeah. is so different from what they used to be. Whether it was maybe there was this mystical pack of like really powerful wolves that ruled over an, an entire landscape before civilization moved in, before people took like a, a stronger hold, right? You know, I whatever wolves were before in this world, see, it's now, not this. See, now I'm like imagining like a. Conan the Barbarian situation where it's like, and the wolves ruled over man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, wow. that's kind of what I, I, I kind of feel like. The image of, a, of like a man-wolf standing there over over people and everything else. That's just, sorry. Sorry. I did. I'm thinking more like Werewolf the Apocalypse, especially the proto-history of that game, you know, being the history of this world that we haven't seen, where the wolves were huge, you know, spiritual creatures are very powerful and yeah, ruled over the land. Yeah, I mean, kind of in that Conan vein. And now they're stuck in either hominid or lupus form. And, mm-hmm. Or lupus form, and they're just using charms to mess with people. Yeah. Or gifts to mess with people. I mean, that's kind of... It's really kind of running through my head of, like, could you create this pack in wherever the Apocalypse? I wonder if you could. I bet you could. Probably could. Definitely. I think for anyone who's played the the tabletop RPG, I think there are some interesting similar themes that you could play around with between the two that would make these characters definitely playable. Sure, it would be an interesting game to play. Yeah, no, that's that's an interesting point. Uh, any other thoughts, anyone, on this episode? No, nope, I'm think, good. Yeah. Okay. I think we all touched on the good points of it. Yeah. So that was episode six, the successors, and uh, next week we're going on to episode seven, which is the Flower Maiden. Jezza. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Oh. Praise Jezza. <laughs> As for this episode, parting is such sweet sorrow.
Take us out, Bill! This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And no one sees you as the leader anymore. I'm Bill. What? Uh, I was the only one who survived. I'm Josh. Oh, God, why do we let Bill do these? I'm afraid to read mine. Moss! <laughs> I'm Andy. What the fuck? Uh, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Where's Porky? Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like The Shadowbane Podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, The Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, Hairless Pretenders, and our newest show, And Sometimes There's Scotch. This is as far as I plan to go. From here on out, you're all on your own. You mean you're not coming with us? You're gonna keep living here? I don't know if the place we tried to find was real or not. But I believe that there are some that can make it to paradise, and there are some who can't. I'm convinced of that. And it's time for you to find out for yourselves if the real paradise does exist somewhere at the end of this road. You know, you don't seem like much of a wolf. Tsume. A wolf protects its own. It's not natural for it to look after another pack. You're right. I guess I really have fallen. Flowers are clever things. Even if it looks like they vanish, they never really go away. You know? Like a pack of wolves. As long as there's a moon, flowers will never die. And neither will us wolves.